Welcome to the Value Investor TV podcast. This is the podcast that helps you grow your wealth and become financially independent. My name is Beko and my partner, Hari. Hello. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? How are you, Hari? I'm good. Um, I'm still wearing my White Castle shirt from the last episode. <laughs> I am a dirty man. I have not... I mean, it, I just sit here in this in this room just waiting for us to record. I literally do nothing else. So <laughs> he's that dedicated. He's that much dedicated to the value to value investing, to the the art and the craft of value investing. I have one shirt. I save all of my money to buy <laughs> stocks. So that's how it works. everyone would like to know what stocks you're buying, Harry. They would. And, <laughs> and if you paid me. I still wouldn't tell you. So, <laughs> all right. In this episode, we will talk about this company called Medifast. It came through us. Uh, it came to us. It came to my attention. Hari, you knew this company before, but to me, found out about this company through one of our listeners that suggested I look into this in Twitter. So, if you guys are on Twitter or on wherever YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. You can reach out to us, get our attention, and suggest a company that you would like us to review. Um, and here we go. This is this is a company that that uh, that uh, one of our listeners recommended. So here we are. We're going to go through the checklist. And uh, conclusion is, I'm I'm you know really surprised about this company. I'm really, I think this is a great company. And as you'll see, you know, we'll go through the checklist as to. And find out why that is the case. And and full disclosure, I I used to own Metafast. Um, it was only a, uh, it was a double for me, but not much more than that because I got tired of of waiting. Basically, the the company didn't grow, and then of course once I sold it, it went up ten x from there. So that let that so, be a, a lesson to you. As soon as Hari sells it, it will go up. Exactly. So. That that could be very well functioned heuristics right there. Just got to track what he sells and then buy it at right after he sells it. Just go through my trash. Everything that's in my trash is 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 literally gold. So, yes, yes. All right, let's get started. Hari, can you start us off with the disclaimer, please? Yeah, this is the Value Investor TV podcast. Uh, we are the podcast that helps you uh, understand the concepts behind uh, value investing. Uh, we are not financial advisors, nor do we know your specific financial situation. So uh, when making any investment decisions, please consult with the appropriate advisor and don't listen to me. <laughs> exactly. Do exactly the opposite of Hari and you'll yes. make gold. Yes. That, so that means uh, buy options, um, use margin for everything. Don't use any of your own cash. Lever up to the hilt. Um Buy only stocks that are trading at a hundred PE or higher, as well. <laughs> thousand. I mean, Jesus I'm sorry, Christ, a thousand. Four digit. Yeah, I've never seen a four digit PE in my life, man. Yeah, how insane is that? Anyway, let's get right to this. Uh, Hari, can you walk us through the checklist? Yeah. So uh, our checklist is something that we have put together over time to help identify. Companies that are, um, you know, we, we use it as a systematic approach to evaluate any business. This way we don't miss anything or get excited and skip, you know, steps. So 
the the reason we do that is we want to make sure like when Becco sees a company like this, he doesn't um, miss some red flags that we, you know, we can do. So that's why we have a systematic way of doing it. So if you would like to get a copy of our checklist, it is free. You can email us info at valueinvestor.org. Um, you can also use that email to uh, get on our Slack channel. And if you want to talk about Metafast or any other companies uh, like Darden, uh, leave us feedback, um, you know, from our last episode, uh, you know, please do that. Uh, email us at info at valueinvestor.org and we'll let you onto our Slack channel or send us an email, uh, Twitter, um, comments on YouTube, um, any anywhere you'd like to get a hold of us, please do so. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, talk to you. But the... Um, you know, the checklist starts, you know, has is based on four different categories, the business, the financials, the management and valuation. Uh, so, Becco, let's get to it. Um, tell us what Metafast does. So Metafast is a company behind this uh, brand called Octavia, Octavia. Not exactly how to pronounce it. Octavia, I think that's that's how you pronounce it. But it's a it's a uh, it's a company that produces um, weight loss products. Also wraps the whole products and service uh, products with services. Um, so you can think of you know people might make comparisons to like um, Herbalife, for example, where people you know they sell weight loss programs and weight loss products, healthy lifestyle living products and things like that. They also do that. But the key difference with them is that they have what's called uh, coaches. And so uh, instead of you purchasing, th- us, you know, purchasing through some random person, uh, they 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 um, they have a designated direct sales sort of. They call them micro entrepreneurs. These are people who used to use our product. They love it so much they became sort of brand ambassadors. And and all, another key difference is that they the, the coaches direct sales. Um, you know, micro entrepreneurs, they don't carry inventories like Amway, for example, they force people to carry inventories and you have to manage the inventories and sell direct. They don't do that. Uh, coaches are the coaches, the micro entrepreneurs, the direct sales reps uh, who are, by the way, are not part of the company. They're just contractors. Um, they don't have to carry the inventory. So that's the, so the, some of the key differences between them and other competitors. But the bottom line is they sell weight loss, weight, you know, weight management products and also services. Boy, that was much longer than two sentences. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Becco. Uh, I uh, guess everybody's asleep now. So why don't we just oh, uh, call it a day there? <laughs> All right. Um, so oh. that was very long winded, but uh, let's talk about the uh, competitive advantages. So um Maybe this time it won't take so long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, so we, we break down our competitive advantages into into uh, different types of moats. Um, so um, those are, you know, five questions that we ask, you know, brand moat, network effects, switching cost, low cost provider, or intangible assets. So uh, do you think um, Metafast um, as a company has a, uh, has a brand moat? Yeah, I think so. I think brand mode is definitely um, is definitely at play. So, Metafast is the company behind this brand called Octavia. Octavia, and Octavia, Octavia. Please correct me if I'm pronouncing. Forgive me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, 
Octavia is is a brand that uh, I think uh, people who are in the industry and people who are really excited and enthusiastic about you know, lifestyle solutions and weight loss programs, they know this They know this brand quite well from what I can read. And so I would say to that question, brand is certainly at play with this company. Okay. Um, let's look at the, uh, the rest and then we'll kind of summarize which one do we think is their competitive advantage. Um, do you see any network effects um, that are at play here? Um, I think in a slightly different way. So when we think about network effect, it's where the product or goods or services become even more valuable as more people sign on to it. I think some of that is at play here, but in a slightly different way. And the reason why I say that is because the key differentiator for Metafast is that it is, is what I talked about earlier on, which is the coach aspect of it, right? These guys coaches who become who who were who majority of them who are clients first so they used the product first and then they liked it so much and they saw the opportunity to opportunity to become their own entrepreneurs and you know be their own boss and things like that and and they that's why they jump into becoming coaches so it's a cyclical it's a you know it's a, it's a sort of a cyclical process it's a baked in growth engine that if you get one people involved they will become coaches and then that coaches will generate more clients and then that clients becomes, you know, it's sort of like, I don't want to say a pyramid scheme, but it's sort of like that sort of play, right? Okay. Um, would you say that that carries with it some switching costs or is there is there not, is that not part of the company? I don't think there's a huge switching cost, really. If I buy dietary supplement from, Metafast versus Herbalife. I don't think there's huge switching costs from my standpoint. So what would be the compelling reason, I guess, is is to stay with Metafast is because you like the coach that you have. Is that? Yeah, I okay. think that's a big part of it. I think that's a huge part of it. Would you say that's, that is in, in and of itself a switching cost because you like your coach and therefore you would stay, you want to stay with that coach or, or no? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah, I should I should take that back. So, I think we have to talk about two different personas here. One is the coaches. So what what I see Metafast. The, the reason why I'm really excited about Metafast and why I think they're doing well is because they're targeting they're targeting two specific two different personas here. One is the end consumer. So these are people who are actually buying and purchasing weight loss products and services. But then the next the, the second persona that they're 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 doing uh, they're targeting is are the coaches. Excuse me. And from what I can tell, Metafast puts a lot of effort on on serving both of them, both the the end users as well as the coaches. So with that with that in mind with that setup, I think the, the coaches act as sort of the gatekeepers and they, they help guide patients and, and consumers through different, different products and services. And, um, you know, it really is a linchpin to their strategy. So back to your question about, um, you know, back to the question about the switching costs. Yeah. I, I think that the, the fact that they have coaches involved in the whole orchestration of their health plan is in itself a switching cost there. Um, 
Okay. Um, do you see them having a low cost moat um, in any way? I don't think low cost is really as as a moat that they play in. Okay. Um, what about intangible assets? Intangible assets to some degree, um, right? Because they claim that their product is superior because of all the scientific research they have done. They claim that, you know, it's been tested and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, that's the case with every other product out there. Uh, every other product will claim that. So it's not really something unique to Medifest. Okay. So in your opinion, it's it's really the brand and somewhat of their switching costs that kind of uh, build a moat here. Yeah, I would say so. Brand as well as that that inter that personal connection that they that they make that people make with coaches that gets okay. get that get people hooked on to their product and services. Okay. Um let's talk about the company's long-term prospects and runway for growth. Um you know, wh- where do you see the this company in a few years and what is their their runway? Yeah, so you know, we can talk about for the finances uh, in the second episode, but they have been growing like wildfire. I mean, really, they've been growing like crazy. Uh, in terms of the market, look, right, Americans are fat, and this is what the consumer reports and all these studies have shown. An estimated $190 billion spent annually on obesity-related medical conditions. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge runway. I mean, the market is big. They Their top line is around $700 million. So, I mean, they're not even a, a percentage of what the market is out there. Of course, there is a huge co- competition out there, right? We talked about Herbalife and all these other companies. But in terms of market size and, and runway, I think there's a huge room for growth if they continue at this pace. Okay. Um, and is this a capital intensive business you know what does it take for them to um, maintain their business and and grow it this is where it gets really interesting i think so if you think about a company that's generating 700 million dollars and i told you about this coaching the coach idea right the coach aspect of their business i was i was suspecting that you know they would have a huge headquarters and and big office and headcount their headcount, total headcount, employee headcount is 550 people. And about 240 of them are just dedicated to like administration, HR. The rest is uh, the rest is in like manufacturing. But that's a very small base. In terms of asset, they you know, the only asset that they have is this one manufacturing plant in Maryland uh, that they have to produce powder-based products and everything else they subcontract to other you know, uh, other manufacturers. So having said all that, you would think that they are very capital intensive business because they're producing, you know, stuff like producing, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, weight loss products and stuff like that. But in fact, they're actually not, um, their asset base is quite low, quite small in terms of CapEx. It's, it's quite, you know, it's quite small too. So, we can talk about the numbers uh, in, the, in, the, in the later in the episode, but um, I would say it's it's no to that question. It doesn't require too much capital investment. Okay. Um, and do you um, 
do you see it having any issues with uh, customers, suppliers, employees, uh, or regulators? Um, I think in terms of customer relationship, I think it's a, it's a really important that they nail this, right? Because they are dealing with two sort of two prong approach here. They are dealing with the coaches. They're also dealing with the customers, the consumers. So they need to nail this and that, and that, and most of their effort is really nurturing that relationship, that coach and patient relationship, like we talked about. So that one's some, something that you, we have to really watch out for to make sure that they're keeping, keeping it up. Um, in terms of suppliers, no real big issue. Employees, no real big issue. None of them are unionized. Uh, as I said, it's, small, it's a small back office, you know, 200 something people. Total employees, about 550. Regulators, I think something we have to keep in mind here, you know, they are classified, sort of bucketed along with uh, like Amways of the world or uh, Herbal Life of the world. Um, so, and, and that sort of community is scrutinized quite a bit uh, because of the malicious practice that a lot of people employ and pushing products down people's throats. So that's something to keep in mind. But, you know, no, no impending red flags that I can see on the horizon. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, actually brings us to the end of this uh, episode talking about the business side. Um, you know, to in the next episode, we'll kind of go through the finances, look at their profitability, kind of scrutinize management, and then figure out what is this, what are we willing to pay for a company like this? Um, so, you know, I think, uh, you know, in short, we, we, we have a business that's intriguing, you know, seems like it's a very high, uh, you know, um, low capital investment, you know, high profitability business, but we haven't really dug into it yet. Um, that has a, a solid moat in a very, very large industry. Um, so, so potentially a large runway here for them to, to expand. Um, so anything else you want to mention before we, uh, uh, we close out for this, this episode? Uh, I think we just have to keep in mind the 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 aspect we talked about the the key aspect to their business again I think is the coach uh, and I think that will we will add more color as to how that shakes out in terms of the numbers in terms of the return on equity return on capital employed and all of that we'll talk about in the next episode but I think that's central to what they do and they've proven to be very very successful um, so stay tuned. Uh, and again, full disclosure, right, Kari, you, you owned them before, I assume for the same reason that I find this company attractive, you own them for the same reason. They're growing like wildfire. And um, so stay tuned. Exciting company. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.